This is the KFDM Morning Show Podcast from the most watched morning team in Southeast Texas. Let's get you a look at what's happening in your headlines. A jury resumes deliberations this morning in the punishment phase of the Jason McKnight trial. Yesterday, the jury convicted him of failure to stop and render aid after he ran over a bicyclist, 37-year-old Edward Stedman IV. Stedman died less than two weeks after the collision. Stedman was riding his bicycle in March of 2020 on Delaware near Savannah Trace in Beaumont. This is a video we took of the bicycle in the courtroom in Judge Raquel West's courtroom. It's part of the evidence that the prosecution presented in the case. We spoke with the bicycle shop owner about the message he hopes this case will send to the public. Sincerely hope that people uh, realize that we are human beings on those bicycles. That's the most important thing to understand. We're not, it's not a game. We are human beings riding those bicycles. And whether this calls enough attention to that fact or not, I don't know. I would hope it would. McKnight faces a possible sentence of two years up to life in prison. We're checking on the status of the planned development on Port Neches Riverfront. Upscale homes are being built, but two years after the city approved plans for new businesses on the banks of the Neches, no sign of work or progress. Skylar Williams went to the city to get some answers. A planned development that has been in the works for more than two years. This is the site of what Port Neches city leaders say will be an Iguana Joe's restaurant. So far, not much visible progress, overgrown grass, and no construction equipment. The city of Port Neches approved plans for an Iguana Joe's and a food court building along the riverfront. There's been factors that have impacted uh, uh, some uh, progress on some of these projects, whether it be the pandemic, whether it be economic, whether it be hurricane and weather related. Port Nature's city manager, Andre Weimer, spoke with us about the delays. And then as far as economic, um, you know, there's, there have been price increases, there's inflation, there's, there's supply chain issues, there's, there's any number of those types of things that could, could impact a uh, finalization of the project. Many factors now leaving residents with the looming question of when the project will get off the ground and be completed. Um, it's supposed to come. Uh, they're saying it's supposed to be up beyond the year of the teal. But we already have the Nature's Wheelhouse establishment. It has alcohol and it's very busy. I don't feel like they should put that there. The timeline for the project, not determined. But the city manager says the end goal remains the same. The intent is that Iguana uh, Joe's will, uh, uh, will be locating on the riverfront. Uh, uh, and, and again, we continue to be, that's one of the parties we continue to be in conversations with. I'm Skylar Williams reporting. We reached out to the owner of Iguana Joe's, leaving messages yesterday and the day before. We have not received any responses. Triangle Area Network bringing health care to families in rural southeast Texas who might not otherwise have it. The organization setting up a mobile unit across from the Hardin County Courthouse yesterday. They held a, well, sort of open house to show us what they offer. Services include medical testing, COVID testing, back to school shots, and dental services. Whether it's an annual exam, uh, whether it's a screening or even a problem, they've not been able to get in because offices have been closed or transportation and gas prices have been high. And so a mobile unit is a wonderful tool that we have now in Southeast Texas that will really allow people to stay connected to their healthcare provider. 
The unit will be open to serve people in Hardin County beginning September the 3rd. It will be located across from the Hardin County Courthouse near the Annex Building. 88% of Texas counties this morning under a burn ban, but Hardin County late yesterday lifted theirs. County Judge Wayne McDaniel still urging people who live in Village Mills, Wildwood, Votaw, and Thicket to be extremely cautious. 223 of the state's 254 counties, again under a burn ban. Jefferson, Orange, Newton, and now Hardin counties are not. Much needed rain fell yesterday across parts of southeast Texas. This was the scene in Orange yesterday afternoon. Every drop counts with most of Texas, as we said, in an extreme drought situation. Time to celebrate youth around the globe on August 12th, this Friday, World Youth Day, day created by the United Nations some 22 years ago. In addition to celebrating the world's youth, it aims to raise awareness of the challenges they face, including poverty, lack of education, health care, and opportunities. Concerts, workshops, cultural events held today around the world to promote the day. And we'll, of course, continue to track what's going on as well. And now, your daily weather forecast from the Southeast Texas Weather Authority. Good morning, Southeast Texas. I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Here's a look at your forecast for Friday, August the 12th. We've seen a couple of days with scattered showers and thunderstorms. Again, some areas of southeast Texas yesterday seeing over an inch of rain. I think the dynamics are still in place for seeing a pretty good shot at showers and storms today. Certainly plenty of moisture. The wild card will be what happens with an upper level low pressure that develops just off to our south. The further south it goes, the less chance of rain we have today. But most of the forecast guidance agrees that at least for today, that low is going to be close enough where we see some widely scattered showers and thunderstorms probably developing in the afternoon and lasting through the early evening, just as they have the last couple of days. As a result, temperatures should be fairly similar to what they were yesterday. We'll look for temperatures around 90 to 91 in the Beaumont area. And then as you work your way up into lakes, those temperatures will push back into the middle 90s. Saturday, uh, again, a little bit of a tricky forecast, depending on what happens with that trough of low pressure in the Gulf of Mexico. Again, the further south it goes, the less chance of rain we have. So we're going to go with about a 50% coverage of showers. I think mainly the first part of the day, as the day wears on, that low starts to move off to the west. Rain chances will subside by late in the afternoon. And then as we close out the weekend, rain chances are even less on Sunday, continuing through the early part of next week, Monday and Tuesday, with only a 10% coverage of showers and generally partly cloudy skies across the area. We'll look for temperatures to slowly warm up early next week, 93 on Monday, 94 on Tuesday. And as we head towards the end of the week, it looks like we get some influence from a cold front, uh, a weak cold front in that, but it is expected to increase our moisture again and bring us a pretty good chance of some showers and thunderstorms probably by Thursday afternoon or evening. And then those chances of rain will continue on into the upcoming weekend as that boundary kind of stalls out over the area, keeping the energy in place and also keeping the moisture locked in. So rain chances look pretty good Thursday, Friday, Saturday of next week. So let's recap your forecast for today. Again, we're going to start off in pretty good shape. A couple of spots may see some patchy fog this morning, but otherwise visibilities look a lot better than they did yesterday. Temperatures will warm up through the morning, and that will lead to some instability in the atmosphere. We'll spark off some showers and thunderstorms this afternoon. Going to go with a 60% coverage in the triangle and a 40% coverage in the lakes. Temperatures in the triangle expected to stay in the lower 90s. We'll head toward the middle 90s 
up into the Lakes area for your Friday afternoon. Don't forget you can get your forecast anytime online. It's available at kfdm.com. Don't forget you can also follow us on social media. We're available on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And don't forget to download our free weather app. It's available on your iOS and Android devices. For this Friday morning, August the 12th, I'm meteorologist Chad Samuel of the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Join us again Monday for the KFDM Morning Show Podcast.